Hi, I'm Oliver Burquez, co-founder of 40 Fit, and welcome to the Brain, Brawn and Business Podcast, a podcast where I get business owners on to talk about their motivation, inspiration, successes and challenges they face in business. We'll provide some valuable and inspiring content for those that are in business or for those that are aspiring to start their business journey. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Brain, Brawn and Business Podcast. I'm Oliver Burquez and really excited today to be joined by Tej Dinza. Um, Tej, 10 years ago, decided to switch careers from investment banking to recruitment. Now he is a director at Marlin Selection, which is a, they're a global financial recruitment firm based out of London. Um, Marlin have 10 staff out of London and will be open offices soon in the UAE towards the end of the year. So really excited to have Ted John. Thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. Nice to, uh, thanks for inviting me and nice to speak to you. Yeah, brilliant, buddy. So aim of the podcast, we'll just have a little chat. I've got a few questions for you just to get sure. some insight into business and um, life and hopefully share some inspiring stuff and uh, for anyone listening. Sure, um, no problem. Always like to start with this one. So I always like to find out what, what, what was your first job after college and uni? First job. So my first job was actually at Lloyds Bank. Uh, locally, uh, that's in uh, in Kent. So I didn't know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I did financial economics at Kingston, um, and I thought, right, I, I need to get a job. So I, I thought finance. I tried to apply for a few roles in London, and they were saying we well, need experience. So I went to a local agency, and I got a job at Lloyd's Bank in the back office doing some. Uh, I think it was just filing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so got to start somewhere. Though, that's mate. where it all started. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think it's it's an interesting one because when it's you know sort of people want to gain experience, so this is a real challenge and mm. might jump a little bit ahead. But it, what for you now? Say someone wants to come to you and wants a job, I and mean, is is this a challenge now? Even and is it even more so for oh. people trying to get into business because they because how do they gain experience? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, I really feel for grads nowadays, uh, Ollie, because you know when I was sort of graduating, what. Nearly 20 years ago, um, it was a lot easier. Now, a lot of grad schemes in banks aren't really there anymore. So we, we really sympathise with sort of, you know, younger, uh, less experienced people because it's, it's, it's war out there. Uh, you've got to try and get in any way you can. Yeah. Um, it's a lot harder. So like, so if, say, say anyone listening is, you know, at, at uni or coming out of that, you know, because say they're going to go to university, get, you know, get some really great degree qualifications. I mean, sure. for your perspective, are you, are you looking at that or are you looking at personality, interaction, social connection? What, what's social skills? What, sure, what's sure. No, good question. No, I mean, I think firstly for, for university students, you know, it would be great if they can do a sandwich placement. So within their course, if they can go and work, you know, for a, an institution in whatever line they're looking to go into, then when they finish university, they've already made a link in industry. Um, I was actually at Oxford University on Tuesday, as it happens, trying to link with their uh, heads of careers. Because I said, look, now, you know, we'll go off the subject a little bit, but it's really tough. Employers are looking for top grads um, because a lot of, there's a lot of juniorization that's going on. But I can go on about that all, all day long. But no, absolutely. It's a lot harder nowadays, Ollie. Yeah, definitely. And then, so say so from your Lloyd's, Lloyd's early days and stuff. Sure. What 
so how did that progress for you again how did getting into business progress for you and obviously now moving on to where you level you're at now sure sure good question I, I think i've always as a family we've always been in business ollie so you know my both my parents worked full time but they always had something running whether it was a shop whether it was a bakery um and then i've sort of always grown up in an entrepreneurial environment so <clears throat> after university um my father actually sold, we used to run a care home business and he sold it and he went back to India and started another business. So he said, look, you know, you've got to go and do something. So when I joined banking, it was really as a default. Um, but what I realized is that it wasn't really my passion and my passion was, was people. Um, so I took some time away from banking um, and spent six months really looking at different industries, whether it was media, whether it was retail, and I, I looked at this headhunting recruitment business. And I thought, well, actually, I, I like meeting people. Um, and the, the real mandate for me was let's, let's just try and get in somewhere and learn the business. Um, and that was, uh, that was how, how I started, really. I, I got a job first for five years um, and learned you know, how it works. You know, what is recruitment? What do you need to do in order to be successful? Um, and, and, and got a few mentors along the way. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how it all happened, really. Yeah, no, great. And you talk mentoring because I, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's a real interesting one, you know, having mentoring, having people that you look up to, you can maybe aspire to or trust that, that, sure. that figure to connect with and, and help. Do you think mentoring is important? Has it hugely helped you? Is that oh. something important for someone new trying to, you know, get into business to have? Oh, Oli, 100%. Um, <clears throat> I think were it not been for certain people I have in my life, whether they're mentors, people who give advice, um, you need that someone sometimes to bounce ideas off. You know, yeah. someone who's been there and done it, got the T-shirt, who can almost say, well, I've got this issue. Oh, why don't you do it like this? So, yeah, absolutely. I've got a few mentors uh, that are here and, 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 and not here anymore. But And I always think, all oh, right, okay, yeah, he helped me here or she helped me there. So, absolutely, I would... Um, you know, I'd even, there's a lot of groups you can join on social media. Um, if you're in a workplace, they normally provide mentors or mentoring uh, facilities. But no, absolutely, it's good to have someone to, uh, to bounce ideas off. Yeah, no, great. So, so, so who's, so leading to this one is really, so who's your personal heroes? And then I suppose, what, and why do you hold them in such high regard? Sure, a good question. Um, I've got a couple, actually. Um, there's one who's actually one of my ex-clients, uh, who's a chap called Rajesh Agrawal. He's actually now deputy mayor for London um, for business. And he came over from India with absolutely nothing. And he had started an FX firm and he phoned us one day and said, look, I'm looking for an FX trader. Um, and I've sort of seen him grow and, 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 and really gone from absolutely ground zero. Yeah. A massive position within, um, within the mayor's office. So he's one. Um, the other one is actually my father. I think he's uh, quite inspirational to me how he's sort of developed businesses along the way in his life. And now he's almost doing a, a philanthropic project in, uh, in India. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a few guys out there, a few in India as well, who helped me along the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's a few. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I suppose, like, you know, I think that's... To me, that's inspiring. You know, if you've got someone like you mentioned, Rajesh, who's obviously come from nothing to to get into that level, like they've done some serious good stuff. You know, it shows mm. such ambition and drive. And you know, to have people like that around you can't help sure. not learn and, and want to develop. You know, that's absolutely. I think that's the key. 
a key thing to even surround yourself with people who are successful and success doesn't have to be monetary. You know, it can be someone who's got a good balance in life or someone who is really passionate about, about what, you, I mean, what they do. Um, so no, really important. Yeah, great. So going back to the business now, and sure. obviously years on, obviously where you've, what, what's been your biggest like, business success to date, Tej? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think we've had a few, and and now with um, you know with Marlin Selection that we've we've been developing alongside a great chap called Tim Rust. I think we've had a, a good success recently where we've acquired a uh, another business actually, um, and it's a real sign that we've been sort of growing strength to strength over the last sort of six seven years. Um, and we've bought on a group who are you know who who add to us and and we add to them. Um, so that's a, a more recent uh, acquisition. I think that's that, that's up there with um, with successes so far. Yeah, great. And is that is that now obviously on on Marlin's list? You know, from your perspective of the business to acquire other businesses and, and keep developing. Well, that? absolutely. I think it's um, you know you, you've got to progress generally in life, and I think in what we do, it's a com- you know it's a completely relationship driven business. Um, there's sort of twenty two and a half thousand recruiters out there. I think there's about two and a half thousand within, you know, within London and Greater London. Um, yeah, it's so competitive. it's competitive, but you know, you've still got to, you know, you've got to bring on the right people. Um, whether you're hiring recruiters or you're, or you're making links, and sometimes you come across firms that are looking for, you know, looking to to sell or, or you know, or or join forces. Um, so no, that's that's been a real uh, a real good win for us recently. Yeah, great to hear, mate. Great to hear. And then I think on the on the flip side, and I like asking this one because when I, so because so what's your biggest challenge is about being in business? And I suppose the reason I like asking this is because nothing in business is ever winning and success all the time. There's always going to be failures. I know like sure. mistakes, you know, I'm always making and for me always learning from them. So I think where there's success, there needs to be challenges or mistakes. So sure, I think there's. <clears throat> And as you know yourself, there's, there's a number of things that are, you, know, you need to be aware of when you're running a business. So I think it's a balance as well, you know, balance of life. You've got to balance your, your family, your, your friends, you know, people that work for you. Um, and then you get the other headaches of sort of cash flow. And I think it's really is you, you've got to keep focused um, and you've got to have goals. Uh, and set yourself goals, whether they're five-year goals or, or weekly goals or monthly goals. Um, I think there's there's a few things that you need to, you know. I think in business you're tested every day. Um, yeah. you, you're not just you know it doesn't switch off after five o'clock or four o'clock whenever you go home. It's you're always thinking about right, okay, how can we improve? Um, so yeah. definitely balancing. I think you've got to balance balance everything in life. Definitely, and, and as you know that. You don't switch off, you know, always looking at improving. I think that's such a good point to raise, Tej. And, and, you know, knowing you now, mate, and seeing the progress you made and, you know, how well you're doing and stuff is that I can only imagine, you know, going home, always analysing, always looking at how you can improve and strive for more. Because I think you need to. You just can't stand still, can you? No, no, you can't. I think if you do, I think it's got to be done within reason. You know, you've still got to sort of have a life, but it's... You know, I think sometimes things in life aren't necessarily taught to you. You've got to have, you know, you've got to be, be born with them or they're natural. And I think that, you know, I'm always wanting to keep pushing myself and, and thinking about what can we improve? How can we, 
whether it's a you know whether it's at home with the with the wife or it's in in the workplace there's always things i can say why don't we do this better or why don't we do that um so no absolutely you learn all the time ollie all definitely the time. mate definitely so daily habits okay um, what what's your top ones do you have any uh daily habits i <clears throat> i think i get up well i get up sort of six ish i will always try and walk to the station so that's a 20 minute walk <clears throat> so that's my sort of exercise that i'll try and do sort of to, just to fit it into my day um and then there's you know work is always around london you're always meeting people clients candidates but as a habit i think i try and get home um at least sort of two or two or three days a week before sort of seven thirty um to see the uh we've got a daughter who's uh who's six coming on 18 so to try and see <laughs> try and see her you got one of them as well <laughs> yeah 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 try and see her every night so um yeah. uh, but no yeah, so that's that's the sort of general you know try and do a bit of walking um and then sort of a bit of um a bit of sort of football and, and golf really yeah so so like with the 20 minute walk were you were you listening to a podcast were you put music on did you have nothing on do you just sort of do you just sort of get yourself set for the day sure what, yeah. yeah it depends I, I do listen to a few podcasts um I sometimes it's just thinking, right, okay, well, how are we going to plan the day? Or if there's an important meeting coming up, I'll just have 20 minutes just to think about and, and plan things. Um, but I think that's just 20 minutes to myself. So yeah. it's like, right, okay, no one else can, there's no, I won't take any calls. It's just a nice walk to the station from, from where we live. Yeah, so I think that's, gr- that's, that's great. I mean, something I've, I've started doing um, now is I'll get up early for me, for me, I'm up at five, so I'm quite strong in my morning routine. I'll, I'll get up at five and I'll do an hour's learning. So I'm, I'm doing something development for me. I okay. won't now switch, check emails or any social platform, anything till 7.30. So I'm right. Okay. So I can get, so I can get a bit of time to myself Sure. before I entertain the, before I, you know, serve my clients or yeah. get them in the day and, and st- things start to change. So oh, I think it's important I'm, to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And here, yeah, so that 20 minute walk, you know, I think it's something, I think it's great. You know, it's like just getting your head straight for the thing. And you're right. And I think with everything like social media, you can always be online. And I think you've just sometimes, especially as you get older, you've just got to sort of take time out, whether it is, you know, once a week or, or just even if it's a couple of minutes of every day, just to sort of take a step back and, and assess, really. Yes. And so, so sort of taking that time out, is there, what things do you like to do to relax away from work? Sure. There's. Um, I've actually taken up golf uh, last any two. Good? You any good? Getting there. I'm sort of down <laughs> to an eighteen. I mean, oh, um, right. oh wow. Yeah, yeah. That's but good. it's it's more about. I mean, that's really given me. Uh, I play once a month in a society. Sort of fifteen guys. We're all sort of similar stages in life, um, and it's sort of five hours away from everything. Um, similar to the walk in the morning. It's just right. Once you know, my wife and and family know that. You know, on this specific Saturday of the month, I'll be going for the whole day. I'll leave in the morning, I'll come back in the evening. So golf's a big thing for me at the moment. Um, and then just trying to play a bit of football once a week. But I, I, I very rarely do that now. So, so absolutely, in answer to your question, yeah, golf is my downtime. Yeah, brilliant, mate. And I suppose, let's say, five, five hours of foot doing a full round. There's a lot of uh, walk between shots to switch this off or think of whatever else. And, and no, no, absolutely. This is it, absolutely. And I think, um, especially now in, in the business that we're in, um, you know, taking clients out is, is, is great because it's now going away from that sort of city, go for drinks. Everyone's getting more healthier, uh, as, you, as you know. Um, so yeah. people would rather do a round of, of golf or, or, or go and watch sport. 
Um, so now so that, that's tied in well. Yes, that's great. So, so you found that's changed, the dynamics have changed now then of entertaining going out. Like not, it's not so much now the beers and, and getting laughed. Sure. I think, I mean, there is that element still. Um, I think generally speaking, as we've got older and our clients have sort of grown with us, they're of a similar, you know, a similar sort of stage in life where you, maybe you've got, you know, one or two kids at home and you don't necessarily want to be going back late. So there's more sort of coffees or, oh, you know what, let's just um, let's go and hit some balls at a range and have a chat. Um, I think that's more stages in life. You know, don't get me wrong, there are, there are a lot of beers that still happen. Um, but generally speaking, uh, I think for me, golf is, is proving uh, quite a nice sort of, uh, I suppose, free way of just getting away from everything for sort of yeah. one day a month. No, so great. That's great, mate. And do, you have, do, you, do anything else? Exercise, recreation. When you mentioned football briefly, obviously your golf. Anything else you do? Sure. At the moment, it's it's not really. I think it's yeah. it's just trying to fit it all in. Of course, um, mate. I'll get that. So, uh, but no, no. We'll try and um, we'll try and get some fitness programs from yourself. <laughs> yes, uh, mate. <laughs> I know you've yeah. tried a few times. Yeah, so. yeah. When you're ready. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I'm not gonna, yeah, I know. I know what it's like, buddy. But you know, <laughs> no when we're ready, mate. You know where I am. Um, absolutely going on to you obviously mentioned daily habits your morning routine that little walk evening routine you know seeing your daughter two or three times a week family's so important which is great is there anything else you do that's eat morning or evening wise that anyone listening you know that, that could be valuable sure um i i do have sort of 15 20 or 10 15 minutes each evening just to plan my next day um i try and do that again that was one of my mentors had said to me Look, you know, you just got to take time out, whether you write it down or you do a list for the next day and what you're going to be doing. Um, and then I sort of in my morning walk, I'll, you know, I'll just replan that if I need to. But that's yeah. in the evenings. Right. Um, in the mornings, it's not so much. It's just um, it's almost getting ready to, you know, to go to work um, because we, we sort of run a global business. It's almost when I'm up in the morning, Singapore already up. Yeah. Um, and then in yeah. the evenings, yeah. US. So, um, but no, that's quite important yeah. just to plan, you know, have a mental picture in your head of what you're going to be doing, you know, the next day or the next few days. Yeah, definitely. I think that clarity is so important with it. And it, I think it can clear your headspace as well. Um, sure. Some extent, I, you know, don't, if you're anything like me, you know, your, your mind's constantly thinking of ideas and the creative side of stuff, which I love, sure. but can also, just, yeah, so it's good to clear the headspace, definitely. No, absolutely. No, it's, it's you, you know, you've got to be efficient. I think in life and you can only do that really by planning um, and, and really so trying to do the best of, of, you know, of what you're good at. I think a lot of people I come across, you know, they're trying to do things that they're not necessarily good at. And sometimes it takes a, a bigger man to say, well, actually, you're not really good at that. Why don't you try something else? So um, this is an interesting one then, mate, because mm-hmm. so th- there's, there's so two things. With you, if you've got strengths and weaknesses, do you, just hone in on your strengths so you're going to be double, triple effective with that in terms of business and not worry about your weaknesses and get other people in or do you try and improve your weaknesses? What's, what approach would you have to that? Um, another good question. I, I think that you've, depending on and some people, uh, Ollie, they don't really know, they, don't, they can't identify their weaknesses. Yeah. I agree. Um, once, yeah, once they do, it's very hard, whether it's pride or, or, or ego, to actually be able to you know, really tackle them. I think in answer to your question, if you, you know, if you do a lot of self-assessments, nowadays with social media, you can have sort of surveys of if you're at work, if you've done a good job, 
and almost just reflect each time of a month or, or a week. You know, what could I have done better? What are yeah. my strengths? And I think the, you know, the successful people, either they're personal trainers or they run businesses or they're just you know, working at Tesco, whatever it might be, they, they can identify their strength uh, and they can really push that. You might be a good mathematician. You might be a good trader. Um, if you can identify that, but, but have the ability to improve that as well, um, yeah. with, with things like Google and, and what, have, what have you, you can always try and get better at it. But absolutely weaknesses. Um, and it's normally your loved ones which will, will tell you what the weaknesses <laughs> yeah, are. I know. <laughs> no, and you've got to improve them. Um, yeah. But no, no, I think that's, uh, I'm not sure I've answered the question, but I think that's, you know, it's more about honing in on your, your strengths. And when you identify a weakness, putting a plan in place in order to, uh, you know, in order to alleviate that. Um, yeah, no, it's good. It's interesting. I think, like you said, so, you know, going on your strength and then, and then still trying to tackle your weakness because it, it, the reason I ask it is because you could ask, I'll ask 10 business owners that question, mm. for example, and some will say, five will say, no, just focus on your strengths. Don't worry about the weaknesses. Um, mm. Like you said, you'll get someone in to do the things maybe you can't do or yeah. no, you being, be the all-round person, develop your weaknesses as well as your strengths. So, it's an it's an interesting one. I don't think it's actually a right wrong wrong or right answer is it, in that one. It's um it's just good to get everyone's perspective, I suppose. Sure. No, absolutely. I think that's you know again, it's surrounding yourself with with people in business or or in personal life who add value to you, and you sort of learn off people, and you think, well, actually, oh, they're doing it like that, or maybe we could do it like that. So it's constantly questioning. I think uh, that's yeah. one thing I would do that I always I try and do is question everything. Why are we going to do it like that? Well, let's not do it like that because. That might not be right, and if we do it wrong, then on my head be it. Um, so I think you've got to take responsibility. Uh, yeah, I love and ownership that, though, for decisions. That's, do you know me? That's like that's proper. You know, that's that is leading. You know, to me, it's really mm. inspiring you saying that. And because some leaders are like, no, my way or the highway. But I don't think that's real life now. You know, we, we all make mistakes. You've got, you know, no one's perfect, and sure. I think you've got to be humble enough to go. You know, if someone's done it better, who works for you? acknowledge them you know give them a little boost you know sure great, well done for that i mean i i think that and you just hit the nail on the head saying that no you i think you've got to like you say in life nowadays it's you know especially in you know the people business you've got to identify you've got to have the like you say the humbleness to identify people's strengths and if they're better than you you've got to hold your hands up and say yeah. look you know what actually you're better than me at this so crack on or how do i how do i do that um how can i increase my um you know what i've got in the locker uh, and that is, but that's a real to do with humility, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I think it, it shows strength, strength to reach out, not weakness. Definitely. No, I totally agree with you on that one. Yes, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you could send like, if, so if you could send a message to yourself 10 years ago, what would you tell the younger Tej? Ah, okay. What would I tell the younger Tej? I think I would... Tell him to be a bit more focused. When I look back on, on certain decisions I've made, uh, I may have um, I not cruised in life. I've actually, I didn't maybe push myself earlier on. So maybe focus on a goal. Um, and also a key thing for me is, you know, if I could talk to, as I say, Ted uh, 10 years ago, it would be surround yourself with smarter people than you um, just to learn off of them. That's something I, I'm doing more now. Um, as you get to uh, you know, a ripe old age of 40, you end up just reflecting and thinking, actually, 
you want people in your life that are going to add value to you um, and you add value to them. So I think, yeah, focus, 100%. more focus and, and people, uh, smarter people. 100%. And then I think, you know, knowing you, Ted, and like, you know, you're, you're a great guy, very humble and humility, you've mentioned that. I think you need that, you know, and mm. you're having that. And you saying about surrounding yourself with smart people, it's not so easy, but I think that's a great take home point. I really do. Because sure. end of the day, you're trying to just develop and grow the business, and and if whatever makes it make the most success in it is what you're looking for, isn't it? You know? This is it. No, absolutely. And I think you've got to, you know, it depends what your goal is in life. You know, you might be happy with, you know, just running a, or you know, or working or going into the office, and at five o'clock, great. You know, you go home and there's no stress. I think whatever your your goal is, whether it's to have two gyms, ten gyms, ten shops. You've really got to think that you can't do everything yourself. You know, you, there's strengths, there's weaknesses, but you've got to surround yourself with people that bring different skill sets um, and, and really nurture them. Yeah, I think it's huge because I, I totally agree. There's no, none of these successful people, you know, Richard Branson, you know, Bill Gates, everyone I mentioned, they've got a huge team around them. You know, they, sure. they might come across as the, the leader, the business owner or whatever, and They've got a huge team around. No one does this on their own. You can't. You can't be marketing and HR, Correct. Uh, sales. You can't be, you know, um, leader, trainer. You can't do it all. So, yeah. Correct. 100%. No, and, and that's, again, that's just self-reflection, you know, and understanding that you can't do everything. Um, you've got to have the right people around you in order to do that, if that's what your, you know, if that's what your goal is. Um, 100%, mate. Definitely. Ted, what advice would you give to someone starting in yep. your industry or looking to start in business? Um, I would say, I wouldn't necessarily say, look, you've got to put all the hours in. I'd say you've got to work smartly. Um, I think that I would give them in anything you start, uh, if it's in our, if it's in our industry of recruitment, you know, you've got to be able to build relationships. You must be able to engage with people because they're going to do business with you. They're not going to do business with what's on your business card. It's about human relationships and interaction. So I would say you've got to work smartly. Yes, work hard, but, you know, but actually think, you know, you've got to really take a step back each day and, and assess yourself. Uh, and also I would, you know, hire the right people around you um, and keep focus, keep your goals in check and, and revalue your, or reevaluate your goals um, every month or, or, or every quarter. Um, but definitely work smartly and build relationships for me. They're the two things that are, you know, and key, not in only our business, but in, but in any business. Yeah, no, huge. And I think, so, so work smart, interesting, it's an interesting one. What, and, and, and work hard. Could you talk a little bit more around working smart? Sure. This is an interesting one, really, mate, because it's, sure. this is, is it the, it's, so, so I'd like to know a little bit more of your thoughts on that. Sure, no, and, and that's, you know, and that's where I go to, you know, all the great people that we work with um, where it's not necessarily those that are going to be in at six in the morning and go home at eight o'clock in the evening, you know, working smart. I mean, well, actually, look, you know, we set our, you know, we set, we don't really have KPIs. We have financial um, targets, but yeah. I always say to someone, look, if you, even if you make one call and it's the right call, I don't really care if you're sitting in a beach in India for all I care. If you're in the office, if you're not in the office with technology, you can be anywhere. Um, so by working smart, I mean, well, actually making the right decisions. So having the right tools in your locker to make a decision and live by it. So, and that's where it's, you know, 
working smart is almost you know, understanding or fundamentally understanding people um, and, and, and progression. Yeah, really. That's great, mate. Totally, 100%. And to, just last little bit on that then, mate, because obviously you mentioned building relationships. Sure. With the, with the way the world is now, social media, smartphones, everything from your phone, do you feel that the relationships are getting lost? Or because obviously younger people now only know social media. So is, or, or is it fine? You know, the fact that, that they use social media is great, but they've still got that social interactions. I, I, I completely agree. I think there is that, whether you're going to, you call it the millennial, there is that element of hiding behind a text or a, you know, a message or a Facebook message. And, you know, the, the simple interactions of, of picking up a phone and, and speaking to people or, or going to meetings, it is getting lost. Um, and it's up to us to teach those younger generations. So well, actually, look, no, it's, you know, there's still people here. You know, there's not robots around yet. I'm sure there <laughs> yeah. will be. Um, yeah. But there is that definitely an element of, you know, I'll say to a lot of our, you know, younger guys in the office, have you spoken to this person? Oh, no, we sent them a message. I'll say, no, you've got to speak to them um, because so much more comes out of human interaction rather than sending someone a text, which can be conveyed in so many different ways. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it is getting totally. lost. Totally, 100%. Um, cool, buddy. Just the last thing I always like to ask. Um, okay. On is, what's your favourite quote or, is there, or word you live by? Ah, okay. So there, there is a quote actually um, that I heard a few years ago. Um, it was by a chap called William W. Perky, uh, and I always sort of keep it in my mind. And it's a very short quote, and it says this: "It's love like you'll never be hurt, sing like there's nobody listening, and live like it's heaven on earth." And I have that in my mind. So that's a yeah. quote that oh, I um, love that. Love so, that. Quote love like you, yeah. Love like you'll never be hurt. Sing like there's nobody listening and live like it's heaven on earth. I think yeah. you can't go wrong. No, nah, mate. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great quote. Listen, Ted, thanks so much for your time, mate. No problem. And to get your insight. Um, obviously, you know, I, I will sort of this, when it goes out, obviously it'll be shared on LinkedIn and stuff. So if there's anyone that wants to connect with you, what I know you're on LinkedIn, what, other, what platforms you're on and how can they sort of reach you? Sure. I mean, there's LinkedIn, there's our website, um, marlinselection.com. Um, we're on Instagram, uh, Snapchat, all, all the usual sort of social media channels. Um, but normally it's just getting my number uh, and giving me a call. Great stuff. Ted, thanks again, mate. No problem, Wally. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks. Great podcast there with Tej. I love how composed, professional and precise he is. Some great take-home points, the importance he still places on building relationships and actually just picking up the phone and that human interaction is better than anything. The importance he also placed on mentoring and having people around him which allows him to still learn and be inspired by his self-reflection and analysis at the end of the day which is allowing him to grow and progress and look at the areas he still needs to improve. And then gathering his thoughts at the start of the day, just that 15, 20 minutes, whereas no uh, interaction with anyone else, no distractions from mobile phones or social media, allows him to gather his thoughts and go into his day feeling very productive and focused. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to today's Brain, Brawn and Business podcast. I'd love to hear from you, so please tweet me or on Instagram at Ollie Burquez, O-L-L-I-E, 
or Facebook and LinkedIn, Oliver Burquez, O-L-I-V-E-R. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the episode, then please leave us a review. And we look forward to checking in with you at the next episode.